The views, comments, and opinions of the following program do not necessarily reflect those of Morris Media Studios, MorrisMediaLive.com, or its affiliates. Listener discretion is advised. Introduce the ladies of Loose Lips tonight, so start from the left. Mm. To the left. Good left. evening, I'm Lady D's. To the left, to the left. Oh, shoot. Oh. And I'm Lala. Hey, how are you? Hello, I'm joining <laughs> these lovely ladies tonight, Nikki Lachey. Nikki. Our special <laughs> guest. Thank <laughs> you for joining us tonight. Absolutely, thank you yes. for having me. I'm excited. Lala. Yes. Oh, right, just into me. Yes. <laughs> Just no pause. Like, hey, let's go. Get this thing taken care of. Let's do it. <laughs> okay, first on the list, the Super Bowl was horrible. Just want to say that. The Saints should have been there, but it wasn't, but it was horrible. Okay, we're going to move on. Another Saints fan. Yes, it was horrible. Did you see it? 13 3 over. I don't want to talk about it no more. It was not horrible. It, it, was, it, it was horrible. The anti Super Bowl parade. And talk about it no more. Yeah, boycott. <laughs> yes. Yeah, I still stand with caps, so, though, you know. Uh, Hey, you I did something more productive. I wasn't yeah. watching the Super Bowl. <laughs> Whatever yeah, you did. I knew hey, the score was. I'm good. Was it, was, it worth, was. was it worth it? No. Not at all. <laughs> well, it was, it was fine because my, my team wasn't in anyway. So yeah, I didn't she care. was gone a long time. I watched recaps. Yeah. I watched like previous shows. I said, we gonna move along. Ooh, okay. she came for your team. Now I know. For the first time and she got to talk that trash. She came for your team. Wow. And it still ended up at home. Wow. Okay, so. We're going to move along now. Yes, you better. <laughs> <laughs> Liam Neeson, y'all know who he is? Yes. yes. The star from yeah. Taken. And you know what? I actually liked him prior to prior to all of this stuff that's going on now. He has a, real, a lot of good shows. I got a lot of good movies. Mm-hmm. A lot of good movies. He's very so, talented. Yes. Yeah. And this is the one his wife died. And she was, I guess she was in an accident and she died in her sleep. Enough about that. So he has an interview. Yes. And there's a topic that comes up about one of his good friends. Okay. The topic goes like, okay, so I have this good friend and she was raped. Yeah. So he was more, he was interested, like, what's going on? Did you tell anyone? Do you know who he is? What happened? She was like, no, no, no. Do you know what he looked like? Yes, he was a black guy. Mm. That's what she said. He was a black guy. We've heard this before. Mm-hmm. So okay. his reaction to it was immediately, okay, I was pissed. So 
for a whole week, I went out looking for a black, he said the B word, not a bitch, but a bastard. Mm -hmm. So he didn't care who it was. As long as it was a black man, he was out to get him. And he was hoping that a black man would approach him and said anything or did anything, that it was his opportunity for him to kill a black man because his friend was raped. Was it any black man? Or he was was like... Tar- specifically targeting black men until he found the one that he was raped not his looking friend. for the man that yeah. raped her. He, he was, was looking for, for a black yeah. man that approached him, not him going to that person. He wanted that black man to come towards him to give him a reason to kill him, and that's what he said to kill him. Yeah. He also admitted that there was some kind of a that situation helped him realize that there was obviously some deep rooted racism within himself and he oh. said he went to get help for it so it's like on one side of the spectrum it's like man you're you're not you look at this very talented person who everybody loves and adores and then he admits something that's really atrocious but then on the other hand it's like well do we respect the man for being transparent right about right. where he was at that time right. was. and taking he was, was and taking the initiative to actually get help and say yo I messed up. Right, I right. actually have feelings. I actually legit try was willing to kill somebody, even if they were innocent. Could have right. been any of our brothers or fathers, yeah. right? I think I respect him for being able to be man enough to say I had racial, you know, racist right. in, in me. So I went to go get help. At mm-hmm. least he got help right. for it, and he did it continue to bash black people. Um, I thought I honestly did think that when he said that the black, you know, mm-hmm. this black bastard. Right. Excuse my language. I thought that he was saying it in a sense like, I'm going to find this man mm. who did this to my friend. Right. You know, because, you know, how many of us have said like, oh, I'm going to beat that white dude up because he did this because he said that, blah, blah, blah. And it's vice versa. Like, how many of us have been in situations where we have um, did something with a white person and they offended us? Like, um, oh, that black dude did this. Oh, that white dude did that. You know? And it's not... Well, I think the difference with us, I think we just go after the person who did the crime. We don't get everybody and say, okay, I want every white person that did this, regardless on if you're guilty or not. Well, that's in some instances. So how do you you justify the men who are are angry with police officers for killing blacks and they just go out and kill policemen right yeah i think that's the key point we can we may use the what the adjective white but i think the roots are different you know one group is the oppressor one group is the oppressed and i don't like to use that in in current sense but that's just the historical content so like when somebody i isolates black or isolates another quote-unquote minority group Mm -hmm. there's usually something else behind it yeah right you know what i'm saying whereas with with black people you know we usually just like man that white that white white indian dude you know it's just usually just uh coming out as a descriptive right 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 yes it's still sad i know he has a movie that's coming out and i don't think they're going to be able to promote it the way that they thought they but were i think that's sad to. because he manned up and because he, yeah. he didn't have to, he didn't have to say anything he, he didn't. didn't we were in a time where everybody's sensitive about everything but yeah that's yeah. the problem it, we're it too is damn sensitive yeah. and it's like when people when you, when you have people who are trying to do the right thing mm-hmm. and, and trying to get help you know and to make things better and they're verbalizing they're coming out and know they jeopardizing themselves and their careers and whatever, right. you know, give them a break. Yeah. I mean, come on. Seriously. I definitely agree. He did man up. And that's, yeah. the, that's the biggest part. And I think people yeah. are missing that. that that's what's that's odd crazy. to me. I think right. people are missing that he's saying, 
I was wrong right. for this. Exactly. So exactly. I had to get oh, help. Yeah, I missed all of that. I don't they think he's racist all. at all. But you know what I think may be funny? You know, Kevin Hart just got over his whole situation and right. his whole thing was, man, I've changed. It yes, happened yeah. years ago. Exactly. And so I'm wondering if people are going to try to use this Liam situation and this Kevin situation to say, oh, see, black people, no. it's okay when a black person they you know, does it's it. They want total, us to forget yeah. it. It's I feel totally like people different. don't ever I'm see... Oh, I'm sorry. On. I'm sorry. Not to, because we, no, we, we can ahead. keep on going. Oh. And it blows. <laughs> I want to go back. Hot around. topics. Oh, We're going to go back. <laughs> sorry We're about time. that. We're time. But We're you time. know, with the presidents and everybody running for the presidents and all the immigrants and yeah. stuff like that. 21 Savage, did you guys know? <laughs> like, he's from the UK. <laughs> so that, he that's was what here when he was, what, six? And then it, he was brought here. He was brought in when he was 12, 12 in 2006. Okay, in 2006. That's what it's okay. is. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Thank you. No, it's okay. Thank you. <laughs> well, what happened was he did not. His, his, um, the visa was expired and he didn't go and fix it. And then he also has a felon. Mm-hmm. So the ice, yes, he has it. He thought because it was a spo- sponged, sponged, oh, that's that right. no one that's would right. know about it, but it doesn't apply when you're dealing with ice. Mm-hmm. So because he has he a wasn't felon. A citizen. Exactly. Yeah. So now they're, they're working on the papers to you're get right. him. I'm just like, where's that accent, though? I, but, ju- I just left Atlanta last year. Exactly. I'm like, I'm like, right. what is the accent? His mama got it. Like, <laughs> his mama got it. You hear his mama? His mama got it. She got it. He came in when he was very young. He's 26. around so many people. People, right. I mean, and you have a desire to not sound yeah. That's like a intent. That. That's yeah. a definite yeah. intent training. Yeah. Right. Exactly. <laughs> not <laughs> just being responsible though. You you just can't take your life like just as simple. Like nothing is going to happen to me. You get so far up and being a celebrity that mm-hmm. okay, I'm untouchable. No, you're not. I, I thought he was trying to no. fix it since like since 2017. He's been he putting did. In, he applied. Yeah, he's been applying for so he could get applications to become part of DACA. Yeah. yeah. Well, that it's it's sad. They, yeah, they're picking up celebrities. So yeah, really need need to get. <laughs> he he made America a lot of money. I don't <laughs> yes. know. I think they're gonna resolve that pretty quickly. Yeah, I don't I know hope. who he pissed off. There's a lot but... of people rallying behind him. Right. A lot Jay-Z, of big stars. Tekashi, yeah. Yeah. I heard Takashi yes. snitching. <laughs> maybe, maybe. Yeah, Jay Z has. Yeah, who his even, how did people down. know? He's just out here making money, something doing concerts happens. with somebody his Atlanta accent. Somebody yeah. said something. That's normally how it always happens. Somebody off. By the way, hey. Look, he get paid. He go, I go. If this video ever <laughs> surfaces, right. Takashi, look, don't don't meet me, bro. Don't meet me. Right. We can't do business together. Period. Right. I don't got time to get switched on and locked up. Exactly. Mm. How you make your money? So now we got to, you know, talk about some other stuff. It's always some death that's going on, and oh. it deals with our black men in the community. Um Christoph St. John. Oh, yeah. You're young. Yes. I don't know. I don't. You don't know. But you know, when he was playing, he played in uh, Young and the Wrestlers. And I've watched that. Like, I watched it all the time. I don't think I was he was like, on there when I was watching. No? Mm-mm, he's too young. Hmm. That was... 1991? Because that's yeah, was, when he got on there. I wasn't watching soaps during that time. No, I was. I was. I was. It was good. I was working. But he, he was... His son died. Actually, he committed suicide. He committed suicide five wow. years ago, wow. and he was in a mental hospital when it happened. He actually sued the mental hospital. And he should have. Yeah, they did sue, but he never got over it, mm-hmm. never got over it, dealing with it and dealing with it. And I know they found him in his home on Monday, so they did all autopsy. They didn't say what, what, what it was, but when I read about everything that was going on with him, he just did not get over 
the death of his son. His son was like 24. That's hard. Exactly alike. And it's so, so sad that we do have a lot of our men, black men, men, period, that go through a lot of different things with mental health. And sometimes they wait too long to get help or some just don't get help at all. Because they're they too dang macho, you know? Right. They don't want to weak. But then even that with women not looking at you a certain way if you express your feelings. Remember we had a discussion? Oh, I don't want you to tell me you love me. Oh, I don't want you to cry. I don't want you to express this. So they have to bottle it all in. And then when they keep bottling it in and not get help, then this is what's happening. So that's why I said it is very healthy to allow or say it's okay to express yourself about how you feel and be able to Because women see men like that as being weak. Yeah. Mm. They do because it's like they, they, they come off as being whiny, mm-hmm. clingy, to want attention, you know, instead of, you know, kind of stepping back and, and looking right. at it. Is there something else deeper going on here? Right. You know. That's why it's important to not get in relationships when you're grieving and when you're dealing with things. I think that the most important thing is Preach self-love. Right. Right. Get, get yourself right. in order. Get your right. heart and health in order. Then when <laughs> right. you are whole, go in love. Because, exactly. you, I mean, you're right. Um, and it's okay to be weak actually right. it's okay mm-hmm. for people to be weak but process it be honest so you can be right. strong again and you know his job yes. being in Hollywood ain't easy when, right. you're, no. when you're dealing and with stuff all yeah. day every single day yeah and you're right. dealing with different types of personalities different levels of authenticity right so I can imagine that just didn't help at all right and know? people aren't coping they're not coping Mm-mm. they're not mourning they're not mm-hmm. grieving they they're not exactly we're not really expressing our emotions at this point so it's like almost like we don't have time to exactly. like how I was talking about what we were doing exactly. we it was so many things going on even what he was just death of the death of the death and you continue to work 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 and not be able to sit back and, and absorb exactly what, what was happened. going on not so that healthy. happens a lot yeah. so um you know our prayers are with the family and with anyone that's out there that's actually going through mental health please just get the help it sometimes it's you just need a hug like a real hug and say, you know what? It's going to be okay. And check on your so, strong friends. Yes, Check on each other. Definitely. Yeah. So um, last little topic that I have, which talks about, you know, what men and what they go through, Bow Wow. Mm. So he got into it with his on and off again girlfriend. The one. Who, yeah. <laughs> yeah. First world problem. <laughs> right. So it shows <laughs> him being beat up. She looks fine. But as I look at all she of the crazy. comments. Yeah. I look at all the comments and they're laughing. Like, they're laughing at him because he got all these scratches. Or maybe, like, did you want him to fight her back? So, it's like, it's okay. They're only laughing at bro because, like, that's okay. Because I'm not saying it's okay to laugh at somebody who's been been domestically, you know, abused in a relationship. Period. But the way that Bow Wow was set up. You know, it's, it's the it's what it's you the, give off to a person that you re- is what you receive, and that's the thing. It's still not okay. It's not because if it was her face that looked like that, they then would have exactly. tore him down. He would be in jail. Right. They would have tore him down because he did not fight. When we don't not we don't know, but just by looking at it and right. the reaction, it's not okay. It's not. So it's hashtag we, him too. Yeah. Uh, yes. Well, here we go. <laughs> There we go. Let's be real. I think that people just clown on because it's Bow Wow. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. He's he's been the butt of the joke for a while. And and I hate that because that man actually may be going through depression in a way. Definitely. You know what I mean? And so... I, I'm I'm right there with you. Right. Like we, we would go crazy if it was the other way around. Exactly. Would you want him to prove it? Prove it? He right, didn't right, beat right. up. Like, like, <laughs> right. I mean, he okay. did say she Chris hit Brown. first. That's yeah. crazy. He said okay. she hit first, and they said she only beat him up because she was, he was pressing her about some dude in the phone. Why are you wow. pressing her about some dude in her phone? 
That's what, the, you know, they do that. It's, I mean, hey, it happens. This is your girl, Lala. You can find me on Emma C.K. Loose Lips Show on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. I'm everywhere. And up next, <laughs> that's the beautiful Lady D with Kissable Nights and Dating After 50. Be right back. Be back. Living that fast life, 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 living that fast life. Stressing cause them bills gon' come Up in the morning, way before the sun Hustling, grinding, making moves for this paper Feeling pressured for time, so I can sleep later Red in my eyes, Lord, I know I'm tired Working three jobs, but I've got more inside Do you understand how hard that I try? Yeah, yeah, that fast life It is waking up at five When you went to bed at three Then your phone rings And now it's 6.30 But your bus left at 6.15 Oh, and don't the rain Feel good at the bus stop You're standing at the bus stop But it don't stop Then you start running and you don't Slow down, cause you've got Big dreams and can't stop now
living that past life. You're living that past life. Living that past life. We're living that living that past life. That past life. Living that past life. Oh yeah. Living that past life. Oh yeah. Living that past life. 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 Oh, oh. And welcome back. Yes. Um, this is Kissable Nights, and I am Lady D's. Lady. Wait. Shout out to Sheldon. I love you. Okay, go. <laughs> really? Yeah. Yes. Let's go. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> Anyhow. Listen. Let me, um, before I start, let me just say this. Um, I am a Christian. I have a relationship with God, and most of us do. Mm. Um, I say that because we don't talk about it a lot on the show, um, and it's not because we're not believers, but that's just not what the show is about. Um, we have to be earthly relevant, you know, as well as spiritual. And um, this just happens to be the earthly realm and not the spiritual. (laughs) However, I had someone ask me a question um, as it relates to Christian dating. Um, And they want to know, how do I feel about uh, Christians being unequally yoked? Yoked. Yoked. Can you explain what that is, please? (laughs) Can you define equally yoked? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> but that would pertain like Christian or non-Christian. You want to be you want to be with somebody who's your equal. Correct. You know what I'm saying? Okay. It basically says that we as, as Christian individuals, we should not um even be dating anyone who is not a believer. Right. Who do who does not believe the same things that you believe. Right. Um because if you do, it does eventually cause problems in most cases. There are always exceptions. There are always right. exceptions, but that means that somebody's going to have to be do a lot of compromising mm-hmm. um, in order for um, it to work. And then, you know, but anyway, but the, the Bible speaks about us uh, as Christians not being unequally yoked. And yet and still, still today, um, men and women, they get in these relationships and they know that their partner does not believe or are not sure. They go into relationships thinking that um, they're strong enough and they can save this person, mm-hmm. you know, and that's really not that's really not your job in the first place. You know, if, you, if you're friends and you're working with your friends and you're trying to help get your friends saved, you know, and you're right. talking to them uh, periodically about, about God, I think that's one thing. But going into a relationship expecting to change mm-hmm. someone, right. I believe, is a big mistake. Mm-hmm. Um, and you end up in this horrible relationship. And then once you get in, then you want to get out. And so then you have the church people telling you <laughs> that you can't get out right. unless he messes up or she messes up, that you're pretty much stuck. Well, I'm not going to talk about that. But That's a big word. <laughs> but that, That's a big word. Stuck. <laughs> No, but seriously, but I'm just saying, so do you think, do either one of you think that um, a marriage, seriously, based not what I'm saying, but basically, do you think that a a relationship 
where one person is a believer and the other one is not, or the other one person believes in God, but the other person believes in Buddha or or Muslim or whatever, do you think that they can have a s- successful um, relationship? Uh, I mean, tolerable, tolerable. <laughs> you know, like it's Good like an answer. agreement. It's like you know, like as long as we have an understanding. But when you talk about intimacy, we are one. Like. Really bonding? Right. No, like I and I think that it extends beyond religious beliefs. I think it extends to core values. Mm-hmm. You know, right. I think it extends to like how we communicate, like equals. Right. We got to be on par. I never, um, in my relationships, I don't really. I ask one question. You know, what is your religion? And what the religion is, their religion. I don't really continue it as far as do you go to church? Do you do this? Do you do that? Because usually my relationships don't really last that long. So I don't really focus on politics or religion right. in my relationships because what if it ruins what we have? Like, you know, the the bigger aspects of what we have. But if it ruins it, then you don't have anything. That right. too. Right. And then I feel like if I do eventually in time maybe marry a man, nobody take note of this because I might not. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> if I do eventually time marry a man, I'll only marry a man of my religion, Christian. Because if we can't, if we go to a therapist and therapist's not working, I'm going to be like, we're going to take it to God. Let's do this. And I don't want to be in a situation where he's like, I don't believe in God. Right. I don't want to be in church. Mm-hmm. I don't want to do this. The house is going to work. Mm-hmm. If we can't do the therapist and we can't do this through God, mm-hmm. then and we got married with our vows committed to God. What are we doing this for? Right. And another bigger problem is that, especially when you're young and you don't have children, when you decide to have children, how is that child going to be raised? Exactly. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. God forbid that the man is the one that is not saved because they have, they have well, in a Christian family, the man right. is the head of the family. Right. right. And how can a man be the head of your family if right. he does not believe in God? Exactly. Because you're supposed to be following your husband. And, and you can't really follow your husband unless he follows God because otherwise it's not going to be a healthy relationship. Right. Because some, I, well, again, I know there are exceptions. There are some good guys yeah, out there who don't believe in God and still do carry their family but, as well. Mm-hmm. But when it comes to how you raise your children mm-hmm. and how what he expects of you, if he does not interfere with what you're doing in your relationship with God, that's one thing. That comes the tolerating. Right. You yes. know, mm-hmm. where he has to do a lot of tolerating. But if you, when it comes down to the brass knuckles, it does matter. Right. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I don't, I don't see that. I mean, I hear about Muslim and Jewish. Like, I've heard, like, seen documentaries on it. But it just doesn't seem like a fulfilling marriage. Right. Like, it seems, like, very limited in relatability. So, I don't know. And you know what I think? I think a lot of times when you get in those, in those kind of relationships, it's just people wearing titles. Right. Because yeah. if, you're, if you are practicing your belief and you're trusting in what you believe in, there's no way it can be that smooth sailing. Right. I agree. Unless we're both just wearing titles. And I know a lot of people, they claim to be Catholic. They're Catholic because that's where their parents took them when they were kids. Right. They have not died at the door as an adult. But yet still they are Catholic. Right. And they want to live by Catholic principles and want you to do the same thing. Mm-hmm. You know, stuff like that. And, and well, not so much the Jewish people because most of them are fairly true to their religion. Right. Um, but I, The crazy thing, I've dated... I mean, I've dated men who believed but wasn't in church every single day, every Sunday. I mean, they believed it didn't, it didn't interfere with me. Not I believe I have a lot of things that I need to understand. That's my thing. My mom was never like, okay, you need to do this. This is how we're going to live. She was more like, 
whatever you're going to follow, you need to understand what you're following. And it has to be right for what you do and how you live. And the men that I dealt with, with, I don't bring up the religion part. I want to know how you are with me and how you are with yourself, how you treat me and how you are, how you live you know, how you take care of everything around us. And it and it works. Now, how you are with women, you can be praising the Lord every single day and be a cheater. You know what I'm saying? So it doesn't define how our relationship is going to be, whether you're in church or not. So it never comes up with me. Oh. <laughs> not me. <laughs> that was just my so name. It's just, yeah, and I, it's like I know, and I know men who are the head and, are really good men and that don't go to church. And there's a guy that I know who don't believe. I don't, and I don't understand. Well, I do understand. He said, because his dad never pushed it. His, his mom did what she needed to do and they're still married. And this guy that I speak of, he's been married. He's been married forever. I guess he says they understand each other and respect each other and what they feel, how they're raising their kids. They're raising them together. She allows him to do what he needs to do and stand by him and vice versa. But it's never a conflict. But then you have someone that's like, oh, no, if you don't believe, then you're not a good man. And he's like, well, no, it's not. It's not it's a matter crazy. of not being a good man. And I said that there are there are a few exceptions. There are some good men who do not believe in God. Right. But if you believe, you need to be with a believer right. or you should be with a believer. If right. you truly believe and you have a relationship with God, that's the difference. Right. If you don't have a relationship with God, then you can settle for whatever. Right. That's that's you. Maybe it depends okay. on what you want, like what's important to you, too. Like, yeah, some people are kind of over even the aspect of relationship, but they just want companionship and they want consistent companionship. So they do end up in these like arrangements. Right. You know what I mean? Like yeah. there this there's this new thing about with married couples living in separate houses. Well, and and sleeping in separate hey. rooms, hey. so like that's very non-traditional. <laughs> but then they're seeing success, and then of course, people say that uh, polyamory is like age old, but there's a resurgence in a more like modern form, and it's becoming more acceptable. Mm. Like it's being that, promoted right? in our rap culture, <laughs> right? Girl, look, whatever you want, it's your life. Mm. But <laughs> all the <in> <laughs> No, 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 and I was like, no, whoa. No, no, no. <laughs> no. He can live like, it could be the house, the neighbors, and in my house. I could be walking down, they could be like, hey, Mrs. Smith, What's house? important to you? You need <laughs> time, like, money? Do you need, do y'all need to pray together? Some people don't. I just want to be able to stay we home and not work. Let me tell you. If you have, if you, if you are in, you have a real relationship with God. Yes. Keyword. Right, a relationship with God, you're going to want a man, a man who is who has a relationship with God, because there are two different levels. Right, there Amen. are two different levels. You know, I'm not talking about friends that, that just don't care. Mm-hmm. You know, and they just want to be with somebody. Some people, even but even like Christians, it's like they meet these people, and then. You know how you have these sparks and there's all this passion going on and stuff. And then they want to try to make decisions about relationship in the midst of passion and all this stuff. Mm -hmm. It can't work that way. Those are things that need to be decided. First of all, before you leave home to go meet bro man or sister, you need to already have in your mind what you want. I am. (laughs) She's on the pulpit, y'all. No, I was wondering about trying to make a point. This has been Lady D's. And no! Nice. <laughs> Thank you for joining us. We're going to take a break. When we come back, we're going to so have sassy. Ooh, I like Haley that. B <laughs> and get lipped. Whatever. Come on, rush her. She was making a point. Whatever. All righty. <laughs>
of a place I can go where it's easy to rest. rest. Living carefree, ain't never no stress. stress. A place real nice, everybody bring love. Uh. A place where there's no such thing as a gun. Everybody spread hugs, uh. greets you with love. love. Ain't nobody sitting there trying to mean mug. Uh. A trip to the moon only costs three bucks. Holler back at me, cause that's what's up. Not a place that I speak of, well, let me see. Every day it'll be about 70 degrees. No windshield, just a pretty nice breeze. Drinking out of coconut, sipping iced tea. Everybody be free. Cause ain't no prison We recognize God and it's all one religion Feel good about life, feel good about living Walk with me now if you share the same vision Walk with me To another place and a time Hating on P, you just wasting your time Talk with me I'm trying to show hood niggas growth Two sides to every town I'm just trying to show you growth Ride with me To the sky with the seats laid back I'm just trying to shine until my picture fade black Slide with me Through the hood it's all good like I'm trying to find me somewhere where I can go chill. Don't gotta stress, no worry about bills. And people ain't steal, fighting over colors. Everybody know we supposed to be brothers. Ain't no reason to hate one another. And people are for real when they tell you they love you. No world hunger, everybody eating. People read books, don't nobody watch TV. Trust and believe me, somebody help me. Every single baby that's born is born healthy. The government officials don't cater to the wealthy. I'm real satisfied with the hand life dealt me. Searching for where we could go like an island. Gas prices only 10 cents a gallon. Listen up, hold me, my thoughts are valid. Let's stand united at the top of the mountain. Walk with me. To another place in a time. Hating on P, just wasting your time. Talk with me. I'm trying to show hood niggas growth. Two sides to every tell. I'm just trying to show you both. Ride with me. To the sky with the seats laid back. I'm just trying to shine till my picture fade black. Slide with me. The hood is so good, like, it's so good. I'm trying to journey to a place where we all got it made. Everyone unique, you don't need a last name. The home team never gonna have a bad game. And why don't we remove the existence of pain, the existence of rain? Take a picture and frame, scratch through the surface to get to the grain. Every day different, never be the same. I could tell you what it is, I could tell you what it ain't. No police brutality, no racism, no military. I'm okay with it, no cemetery with no graves in it. We all live forever and we all handle business. Can I get a witness? It was what it was. We high off life, not high off drugs. Keep it like that, cause we high off love. Walk with me now as we do what we does. Walk with me to another place in a time. Hating on people, just wasting your time. Talk with me. I'm trying to show hood niggas growth. Two sides to every tell. I'm just trying to show you both. Ride with me to the sky with the seats laid back. I'm just trying to shine till my picture fade black. Slide with me through the hood. It's all good, like. All on the microphone. Goofy cell. <laughs> mm, you, you feel me? Box. I'm about to go back and pop and lock it. How y'all doing? No, no, okay. No. 
<laughs> You're funny. Okay. Hi, Nikki. Hi. How are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm good. So let me ask you this. What generation are you, to be clear? I think that I'm a Gen X. They have millennials and they have Gen X. Maybe I'm a millennial. What I'm year? in my 20s, so 26. That's how old you are? Mm-hmm. You you're not a millennial. You're not millennial. Gen X then. Gen- you can't okay. be one of us. <laughs> right. You can't sit with us. Right, right, right. Look, you really don't want to be. No. <laughs> but, look, but my bills is like 35. So like my right. bills is 25. My trials and tribulations about 54. <laughs> so, you know, so just add all that together, take the average. I'm approximately 36 and a half. Wow. <laughs> What's next? Right. <laughs> You're one of them. No. She hey. said 54. That ain't me. She said 36 no, and a half. I had to 36, okay, do the okay, average. Okay, I'll take that. <laughs> I'll take that. I'm not taking no 54, <laughs> but go ahead. <laughs> but you know, we stay fine. Like, we age like vampires. Yes. So, hey, you know. Yes. You know, black don't crack. That's what you tell me. Hey. That's, right. the, <laughs> that's what the word is on the street. You see her. Look at her. Hey, oh. <laughs> yes. The yes. bedroom eyes. Her ain't crack. Her ain't not that big. Graham cracker. She crack all the grandmas. I know that's right. Boy, boy, boy. On that, on that oh, mocha babies. skin. You feel me? Right. Like <laughs> chocolate mocha. Every, moment of silence for the eight mm, mm, mm. Too funny. <laughs> Y'all crazy. Y'all crazy. Go ahead. Go and talk to that woman. Shout out to the Angela Bassett of cool. the world. And the, okay, mm. where are you from? I'm from Jackson, Mississippi. Oh. Somebody from Mississippi, please stand up. What is the boss trying to say? I don't know. What is she saying? We upside down? He is upside down. Is it? Why did y'all tell me that? Girl, we in the upside down. We in the things. Oh, they are trying to tell me. (laughs) (laughs) Why she cancel out? Wait a minute. They are trying to tell me. We can exit the whole app. Resume. There we go. Shout next time. Oh, Shout. Oh, my God. What, are what are y'all that I know is watching? I'm not even say nothing. Yes, because you can hear them. I ended it. I'm sorry. Just watch on emissy.com. <laughs> 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 Shit. <laughs> Ooh, I'm, sure it's, I'm sure it's oh, out there. That's funny. Like, is that website set up yet? <laughs> <laughs> is it set up? Right, is it up and running? We ready. Go. Let's go. I'm from Jackson. Oh. I'm from Jackson, Mississippi, y'all. <laughs> and um, I was raised in Atlanta, Georgia, so I'm Southern all the way. Yes. Southern. Southern. Girl. Yeah. southern. Yep. And so you started, did you start acting first or dancing first? Ooh. Um, I actually started writing first when I was seven years old. Music seven. Seven. Yeah. What were you I was, writing? I was writing poetry. Wow. And I had my first published poem when I was seven years old. It was called A Tree is a Tree. I'm sure my mom still has it because oh, she won't God. let me keep any of my accomplishments. <laughs> and so uh, I'm sure it's in there somewhere. It's called A Tree is a Tree. A Tree is a Tree. And um, I, won, I won something for that. And Do then you remember it got it? published. The, all I, I just remember the first. <laughs> <clears throat> you remember your own art? A tree, nope. is a, a tree is a tree you can climb on. And then I don't remember the, the, the next few lines, but then I know it's like um, 
I treat you something, so please don't cry. So I got two lines, but it was very short. <laughs> right. It was about eight to ten-ish. Anyway, cool. it was very profound for like a seven-year-old kid. You know what I'm saying? I was thinking on a deeper level and a higher frequency than the rest of them little seven-year-old <laughs> bastards. So I deserve that award. <laughs> Were you seven-seven or seven turning eight? Because you <laughs> was up there. <laughs> I was up there mentally, you know what I'm saying? I feel you. Like, <laughs> you were on a whole nother level. Yeah, it was a whole, whole nother level. You know what I'm saying? Like, for <laughs> multiplication, I got this right and stuff. Look. Right. <laughs> I was spending all that wisdom to my teachers in elementary school. But a yeah, tree so is a tree. It was... <laughs> Oh my God! With that face though, the energy <laughs> and the slow retraction—you gotta let them feel it. <laughs> right. So music, and then uh, I mean writing, and then music. I started. I picked up my first instrument when I was nine years old. What instrument? Uh, clarinet. Oh, what? Nice. And then I picked up guitar uh, when I was sixteen, and piano when I was fourteen. What instrument wow. are you best at playing? <sighs> clarinet, because you know I had to play it every day. Every day. Um, and I had to play scales and stuff every day mm. in competitions, whereas piano, I was just like, next, next, next. Ooh, Britney so Spears. Did, so did you, you ever know. put, like, two and two together, like, play the clarinet and then do your poetry? Like, <laughs> a tree is a tree. <laughs> <laughs> Not yet, but I'm thinking about reviving it. So who, whoever's hosting Open Mics in L.A., and y'all want to see, like, hey, my you. original poem and my clarinet, I'll bust it out, you know, because it's... I'm trying to be set myself apart from all the other LA talent. Right. Who right. else played clarinet and wrote about a tree? <laughs> tell me, tell me. Get on live right now. And if you wrote a poem about a tree, let me know. Let it y'all. That's my poet clarinetist of all time. Nikki. Stop playing. Nikki. I'm writing a whole Nikki poem. Nikki. <laughs> I'm gonna write a whole poem. I'm gonna beat your, your tree is a tree poem. Stop playing with me. I'm gonna throw a couple oranges on that tree. Yeah. Oh, we got man. the best oranges in Lake. You done evolved past me. (laughs) You have evolved. Yeah. Anyway, that was intense. We got passionate right there. We're going to have to co-create. You feel me? Yeah. I'm down. Yeah. yeah. Mm. I'm down. Me and my sister were singing today. Brittany, where we? This girl scared of the cat. So am I. Brittany, look. Me and Brittany went in the music room and we sang a little bit with my friends. We sounded good. I gave myself goosebumps. I was like, who? You ready? She gave herself goosebumps. You already got a studio right here. Hit hit us with a little piece that you did. No. Oh. (laughs) 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 Damn. I'm gonna sing the tree song. Look, yeah, I need a background, background vocals. But yeah, so I can do background. Yeah, cool. We gonna let's talk about it. Let's talk about this more. I got you. For the next episode, we're gonna have that tree song ready for y'all. It's gonna play during break. I, I cool. But Haley B and Nikki Lachey, that's a cool little group. You feel me? Duo. I felt that. Please. Oh my god. (laughs) So. After the trees and the clarinets and the pretty blue skies, mm-hmm. so where did you go from there? So, um, yep. So it was like writing and then music, and I played all those instruments, and then I was an athlete. I was just doing anything to not go home. Athlete, right. and so because you're so busy. <laughs> yeah, man, you want to go home? <laughs> nope. I don't even know if I'm I love that, that. Look program. at that childhood trauma. Anybody? <laughs> anyway, that school program. <laughs> That's another show. Anyway, um, remember that feeling when the moment your mama walk in the door, your heart just drop. <laughs> when you know you did something and you you know she know. You feel me? Right, but y'all haven't discussed it yet. You feel me? Like and it's you about like, to come? Okay. You hear that? You hear that little? Whoosh, the little. 
Yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I went to your door, and then I little. <laughs> I'm about to get it. Yeah. <laughs> no, oh, I'm. Done it now. I was a different type of child, though. Wait, she knocked. I was trying to reason. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> you was what trying to reason? I, I never said who it was. I knew who was. <laughs> Boom. What's up? <laughs> I'd be trying to negotiate. I would either be perfect or I'd try to negotiate and have a very valid reason why. She wasn't trying to hear it, bro. But then I'll still get whipped because you know you're from the South and no explanation is ever That's necessary. Right. She wasn't trying to hear it, bro. Maybe yeah. afterward. Like after she, after she asked all her rhetorical questions and I wasn't allowed to speak. And then she'd be like, right. Shut up. To you. Stop crying. <laughs> oh, oh, okay. This is my time to shine. You feel me? Look. So let me ask you, Nikki. So it, it appears you're, you're involved in a lot of stuff. Oh, you yes. do a lot of things. And it looks yeah. like you do a lot of things well. You've been um, you. recognized for a lot of things. Thank you. But which one out of all those things, if you had to pick one, which one would actually be your passion? Okay. So what I do now is I act and I'm a new writer. And so mm. I've been acting after... I grew up in the arts, right? Yes. But I I worked as a professional dancer and a model, um, kind of like in, in high school. And then I went on to study film and theater in college. And then I um, actually took that on as a career. Okay. It was the it was the most free I ever felt in my life. Good. I was able yourself. Yeah, I was able to express yeah. myself with no limitations. Like my right. body had limitations when I was dancing. I can't sing even though I love it. I still still try one day. Um and then I just, I don't know, I think I got tired of music because I was doing it for so, so long. I didn't want to feel obligated anymore to perform a, a concert or whatever. I just wanted to create. And acting, you get to shift. You get to shape shift all the time. Right, right. There's nothing you can't be. Right. And so um, I fell in love with that. And that's what I do now. And I create on stage and on set. And then I wrote my own feature film. Wow. And um, yeah, so there's some a lot of great news coming up with that. Good. good. Yeah. Very good. So wow. with you moving from Mississippi to Atlanta, yes, yeah. and to LA, how did your your career go? Like how was it was it harder to make it bloom from where it was or mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I think that you have to follow your path of growth, right? So yeah. I started in Atlanta. That was that's like my second home, you know, aside from Jackson, Mississippi. And I, it got to a point where I just needed growth and um, I needed to, I got the opportunity to grow somewhere else, which was Los Angeles. And although I'm still navigating my way here, it's been amazing. Like the rooms that I've been in, the hands that I've been shaking. Um, I did, I did an, um, a spot with Viacom and Austin's TV last year mm-hmm. that actually served my charity help for the holidays. And so that's a huge network platform that featured something that I'm passionate about. That's even though it's outside of acting, it's still, it's still purposeful mm-hmm. and it has still allowed me a platform and it allowed something that came of me a platform. And so, and that's just in my first year of being here where does all your passion sort source from like where does it come from oh man i think that when anyone taps into a passion it comes from a place of i don't want to say lack but i think that once you understand like for instance love if one person has never felt love and then they've kind of healed from that navigated it navigated through it i think that they go through their life almost wanting to give it Mm. so that everybody knows what it feels like i think that innately human nature wants to do good deeds Mm -hmm. and i think that when we tap into our passion it always is in service of the world and because of that it serves ourselves you know as individuals so my passion just happens to be a medium that everybody that's a universal language Mm -hmm. so through my art 
I've healed myself in ways. I've give I've um, offered myself such therapy. And then I also offer that same thing to people who are watching and who like when I'm in the lobby after a stage play, then they're crying saying, oh, my God, this, then the other. I mean, there's nothing better than that than knowing that you just told somebody's story, right. you know, right. that probably couldn't tell their own oh, or have a voice, you know. To what extent beautiful. do you believe in love? Oh, relentlessly. Mm. That's my girl. Relentlessly. Yes. Love Take is a page. everything. <laughs> Tear a page love is book. everything. And here, love is okay. <laughs> <laughs> we'll be back. <laughs> this nigga lived. <laughs> Where's the stuff? Oh. I don't want to zoom in on that. See that right there? Push. Get in your zone. Wait. And. Oh, God. Oh, shit. Dot, dot, dot. <laughs> 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 <laughs>
<laughs> obviously not valued. <laughs> no, just right. Hello? <laughs> you, you don't have but a few minutes to, to finish interviewing yes. her. Okay. About other stuff. I wasn't the one that rushed you. Other stuff. <laughs> I wasn't the one that rushed you. I'm not rushing. I'm Love is everything, though. <laughs> <laughs> Love is the foundation. You probably made me cry. That's crazy. I have a question. You don't stop. I do have a question. With everything that you've been doing, and you know with the industry, it is not easy. And you speak of it as if everything that you're doing comes to you just with ease. Is there at any point that you were like, you know, I don't want to do this anymore? I've never felt like I don't want to do it anymore. I think that there's duality in everything. And so in my business, you have the creative structure, then you have the business structure. And I think the most challenging part, hands down, has been the business structure because it can be unyielding and unforgiving and so unpredictable and it can beat you down. But the art, if you are in my business for the right reasons, you stay rooted, you stay connected. And that always sustains you through your nose. It's Because I can create art no matter if you tell me yes or no. Right. And now we live in this wonderful age where I can collaborate with another artist. I have this social media platform that I can um, put material up on if I want to. I have competitions Mm -hmm. that I can enter and actually have discussions with other people Mm -hmm. about what I do. I have stages I can perform on. Game changer. I I will always work. I will always work. Now, um, it's just a matter of talking business with some folks. And so I've been discouraged, yes. I felt um, unappreciated, yes. But then when you go back to the root of it, you're wise. You're, um, it, it just, it's just a fire that comes up again. It's something that you can never leave alone. Awesome. Um, in this generation, what are the pros and cons to entering the entertainment business? <clears throat> I think in this generation, the, I'm going to start with the con. The con is lack of self-identity. Yes. It's such a quick, instant rise that people don't understand that you can fall like that too. And so people are looking for themselves in a make-believe world. You know, it's a thrilling adventure to be able to tell these stories and to create stories and, and do them well and connect with people. But you can't use the, you can't let the opportunity be your validation as a human being. Mm -hmm. You know, you are who you are when the job comes, when that job, when that particular job doesn't come and you have to, be who you are first. You're human That's first. Right. Yeah. That's the con because it's the social media thing. No, Everything is so fast. And you're only as good as what you're doing now. And you're mm-hmm. only as good as how many people like you right. on Instagram. Not even in real life. Right. Like, right. I, I've met quite a few people who are sleeping in cars or, or in floors mm. or got like six to a room. Right. But they got like a lot of followers. More wow. than me. You know what I'm saying? And so the priorities can be a little jacked up. Mm -hmm. The pro will always be an outlet, an expression. The art is always a pro. The art itself is always a pro. And I think that anyone who gets to connect and express themselves through this medium is a gift to the world. I really, really do. Mm. What sets you apart from other actors and actresses? What sets me apart is... um, Say it again. Unique. Oh, unique. Well, I don't know. People don't. I mean, I know a lot. You know, I just found out that people don't know that I speak Spanish, that I ride horses, and that I studied archery. It's it's like some random stuff. 
that and I have an MMA and kickboxing certification. So I should probably what? let y'all know that. So just look for some like <laughs> So if somebody wants to write something about a black cowgirl who, you know, kills kills zombies in the Dominican Republic oh with a bow, goodness. a crossbow, <laughs> holler <laughs> and ask. We can work out. Plays the clarinet. Back Plays the clarinet stuff. on that horse. <laughs> Been a minute for the clarinet, but we can do like a piano overture or something, you know. Piano but I'm just saying, like, these are things that set you apart. Anything that sets you apart. I work as a professional dancer, too, so. Bah. Imagine nice. she saw both clarinet, speak Spanish. Aha. <laughs> You know, what? Mi amor, what I <laughs> but I think that the best thing, in addition to all those, you know, very real talents, um, I really think freedom. Like, I am fearless. Like, I will go there. I, I don't judge the character. I feel like everybody's feelings and stories are valid, yes. no matter how wrong and, you know, nature we may think they are. Everybody has a story that is going to allow a, a necessary peak, you mm -hmm. know, right. to someone. Right. Um, a pedophile, right. a murderer, mm -hmm. you know, um, a, a historical figure. Everybody mm -hmm. has a story. And I think it's important that we're able to navigate the psychology of other human beings. Right. You know, and so. Because how do we, we never learn about these people and how to, to combat these people. We never mm -hmm. let them tell the story. Exactly. exactly. There you go. There you go. And so I'm, I'm not afraid. I truly believe that's what makes me unique. And that's what has kept me alive, at least in my field today. And growing, you know, I'm not I'm not afraid to grow either. I'm not afraid to learn. Um, I always want to learn. I'm always a student, forever a student. That's yeah. really sometimes that can be, you know, hard to come by in my in my business. A lot of people think they know it all. But, you know, there there are a lot of beautiful artists out here. And also I'm connected to the art more so than the image. Right. I'll always be an artist, you know, and I truly think. I truly feel that's what makes me unique because it's like an old soul kind of thing, you know, that you, it's a spirit, it's an energy in the uh, in the art that you don't typically find anymore. Right. Love it. That's beautiful. So are you going to take your acting career further, like a long way? Hell yeah. Who on this line? dancing. Yeah. <laughs> Nikki, what do you have going on right now? Okay, so um, I am going into production on a film that I wrote called What Love Revealed. Oh. Yes. And so. Um, What's that about? What Love Revealed is about how our individual experiences in love affect how we love each other in relationships. Good. That's good. Yeah. And Absent. So, That's good stuff. But here, here's the thing. It's going gonna, it's gonna to make you ask, well, why do I have the feelings or reservations on love that I have now? What's the root of that? Let me take it back. Right. Mm -hmm. Right. And so. It explores a relationship from its inception to its end. And it, it takes you really through the course. And so you get to see a little bit of her backstory, a little bit of his backstory, how they come together, how they navigate their first issue, which is important because they're they bring their own individual stuff mm -hmm. to this. And that determines how they're going to handle this issue and how they survive or if they survive. That's the key. If, yeah. yeah. And so we have all these emotional, I love like what's happening now. We are talking more about mental health and emotional health. Mm. And I think that we need more, we need more art and, and music and, and films that permit conversation mm -hmm. right. and that make it okay for us to feel again. Cause I think that we're living in this culture where it's just kind of cool to 
discard somebody. Everybody's mm. disposable. Right. And so we need mm. to bring back the humanity. Absolutely. And art is, to me, the only medium that really does that. It's the only medium that everybody understands. It's a universal language. Mm-hmm. No matter your mm-hmm. race, no matter your age, right. no matter your economic bracket, mm-hmm. art brings everybody together and disarms you in a way that allows a seed to be planted and for conversations to be started. And so what I hope to see with this film you know, and, and it's in the very, very early stages, but I want to prep everybody because I believe it's going to have a huge impact. Um, it, it allows people to just open up these conversations so we can start self-healing, right. you know. Yeah. And as we have strong individuals, that we have stronger communities and a stronger impact. And maybe we'll see less, you know, mental, mental problems, you know, right. problems and emotional problems with people, too. Mm. I love it. And more communication and love. Yes. So. What else do you have coming up? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I want Ooh. everything out there. Ooh, that, was, that was good. <laughs> All right. <laughs> okay, that. so um, there are some other things in the works. Right now, I'm just focusing on creating my own content and loving being a new writer and a writer that just, you know, um, got a got a partnership with another production company mm-hmm. awesome. and um, I'm and I'm being brought on as a producer as well. So cool. I'm just loving expanding, Good. you know, in my creative role into other aspects that will allow me to really take advantage of this information age. So yes, I'm an actress and I work as an actress, but now I can actually create my own content. Wow. Right. And yeah. I can and I actually have a way and people who believe in me enough to help me get it to the masses. And so um, that's definitely what I have going on. And um, there are some things out, though, you can check out. <laughs> Till Love Comes. You can yeah. actually Google that. That's available for rent or purchase. You can uh, find that. It's a hilarious romantic comedy. I did it a while ago, but it's something that kind of had a resurgence. And I think you guys would enjoy it. It's nice. It's nice. It's nice. And then... Um, there's some other things on the festival circuit that are that are winning awards and and making a name. A lot of people don't realize it, but the festival circuit is where a lot of films before it hits the major theaters um, make a name for themselves. Mm-hmm. You know, and so you, I just appreciate the littlest of accomplishments, and I try to just find a win in every day. And so I'm just thankful for the things I have been a part of, and look forward to more to come. Nice. So. All right, Nikki, tell us where we can find you on social media. At <laughs> official Nikki Lachey. I'm like excited the about everything. Down version. <laughs> right I know. Man. Okay, so <laughs> on Instagram at official Nikki Lachey. And it's really Nikki Lachey on everything, so I can remember it. So Facebook, <laughs> Nikki Lachey. Twitter, Nikki Lachey. And um, that's, that's it. Everywhere. Everywhere. Lot easy. Yeah. Where can we find you? On MCK Loose Lips Show, Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. And we also have this group. Like, seriously, it's like incredible. All we do is talk about sex. Seriously. It's a group on Facebook. Like, Black it's really Storm. good. <laughs> yes. And Black Storm, Black Love. It is Black History Month. And I always say we celebrate Black History every single day. So, Lady D. Yes, we do. My glam. <laughs> Lady D's in Lakewood. No, it's kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Lady D's on Facebook. I mean, no, I'm not on Facebook. Doris Jean Drew on Facebook. Lady D's on Twitter and Instagram. Bye. Come get y'all free oranges from Lakewood. Girl, please. <laughs> Let you me know. Oranges? I'm lying. I'm lying. Like, three dollars a pop. We got orange trees. Three dollars for three oranges. Call me. Let me know. I lied. Five dollars for five oranges. <laughs> 
Let me know. A dollar and orange. I'm getting some free oranges. I'm coming over. Y'all got to pay from now on. We're growing to need these goods on our tree. Why? Why? Uh, check out my tree song next week during the break. <laughs> um, <laughs> find me on Instagram at heyhey.6, dot six And on Facebook at Haley Bell Lindsay B-A-L-E, not B-E-L like the princess. Please don't forget the I in my name. There's an H-A-I-L-E-Y, mm. not mm. Holly. Mm-hmm. Anyway, oh, wow. bye guys. Bye. <laughs> bye. <laughs> bye. <laughs>